When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the 2023 Toyota AFL Grand Final on AFL Nation for Tyre Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. Maccas, I'm loving it moments. The Monopoly game at Maccas is back. Mesmerised and Berry on the lazy Susan to Charlie. Can he get it and go? He had it. He lost it. Charlie's got it. A goal! Have you in front? Charlie. Jinky Charlie has put the Lions in front. Gardner knocked it away. Nick Dacos, lightning hands. Here's the Ngoi moment. He unloads. Bang! You need your stars. And Collingwood stars just went and wrenched the cup back. Side bottom. In game 309 from outside the arc. Oh my goodness! He has got it! And the place erupts! Five. Cox and McInerney. Cox brought it to ground. Hoskin Elliott's kick is smothered. Coleman head over the ball. And so ends one of history's great grand finals. Collingwood take the final step on the stairway to Premiership Heaven. Flies, pies, win the close one. Collingwood at Premiers in 2023. 100,024 fans saw it. Collingwood by four points. 12-18-90 defeat the Brisbane Lions. 13-8-86. Welcome back to AFL Nation for tyre power. Your big finals favourites for tyre safety in the history and the trivia of it. It's only the second time in grand final history that the team who has kicked the less goals emerged with the prize. Carlton 7-14 beat Essendon 8 in 1968 and it is Collingwood 12-18 defeating the Lions 13-8 in 2023. The voting for the Norm Smith is in. Bobby Hill was a unanimous choice. He polled all 15 and from there it's a spread. Coleman 5, Nick Dacos 4, Mitchell 3, Crisp 2, Pendlebury 1. So five other players shared the minor end of the prize split amongst the five judges but Bobby Hill with 5-3s. Well, I think Kitty Coleman was uh, one of the best on the ground at halftime. Struggled after that. So I think he's probably a little bit lucky to be so highly nominated. But it was such an even game. There was so many great players who came in and out of the game. It would have been tough outside of Bobby Hill and Nick Dacos. 70 did Dacos get? Four. He got two twos. Okay. So not, uh, not everybody thought he was that good, but... Uh, Making their way around the oval, as, as, as you do, nice and slowly, but just, just look, Sidebottom's got the interview with Channel 7 at the moment, he's just raising up the crowd, pass the cup around, Dacos has got his partner with him, I think, but yeah, just everyone sort of does their own thing now and enjoys the moment as they see fit, but there, there were some awesome performances, but Bobby Hill, to produce, to produce that, there wouldn't have been too many people tipping that for, for a small forward, Cyril won one for his damage that he did in, in the grand final that he won it. Tough position to win an all-Smith medal. Yeah. 
Asian Cox doing uh, the on-ground interview, draped in an American flag. We've <laughs> seen the Irish flag pretty, pretty well represented from time to time, but yep. now the American yep. flag. Right, let's start to work through our categories. We'll time our run to try to be in the rooms as we get there. Who have you got as the tackler or the tackle of the game for Toro? Count on Toro to get the job done. I thought it was a great display of tackling. I really did, and particularly Collingwood in the second half. So they out-tackled Brisbane by uh, 20, 73 tackles to 53. Tom Mitchell had 13, and in the back half of the third quarter in the last quarter, I think they really rose their pressure. No doubt, defensively, they, they rose after the amount of scores that they conceded, the eight goals in the first half. So let's get through weight of numbers, Tom Mitchell. But I mean, Did ba Mitchell get a vote in the Norm Smith? Yep, he did. Bailey laid... A, Big tackle to turn the footy over, and uh, you know, some some big examples of that. Bobby Hill, a few of his rundown ones that Brisbane smothering um, exhibition in the first half in particular was significant. I know that's not a category, but I thought it's worth mentioning. Uh, Hill's tackle and starts which to turn the footy over on the outer wing yeah, was, that was, was a, was a one, big one as well. Mitchell got a two and a one, Jared. Okay. Uh, like pick your unmissable moments. Yeah. Just pick whichever ones you like for drink wise. Choose to drink wise. You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. Well, why don't we all have a stab at our unmissable moment? Uh, firstly, to you, Kane. Well, it's as good a goal as I've seen yeah. in the grand final, Bailey. Like for, for everything that went into it, in the build-up to it, to be as alert as what he was to force the smother off Mason Cox. Then Joe sort of got the aerial sort of ball that bounced up and didn't, didn't really know what he was going to do. He got tackled. Bailey gathered and was hemmed into the boundary line, brushed off Murphy, Cox was there and, and snapped it through when they were under all sorts of pressure after he'd just kicked a ripper stoppage goal from the exact same spot. Yeah, goal of the year for me. It happened in the grand final. It's ineligible, but it was certainly unmissable. It was unmissable. I think Sidebottom's kick yep. to nail the game was, was unmissable. He went down with cramp, as you said, to come back up and uh, know that they just rebounded one with the Dugowie goal, and that was... Incredible as well, given the momentum that was going Brisbane's way, and they extracted back straight away. But then to, to get to get the goal or a shot at goal to seal the premiership. I mean, to, it's in your hands. You can seal the premiership. To go back and nail that is the finest kick he's ever produced in footy. Twain, oh, I like Bobby Hill's mark. I thought that was good. I, I like a big mark in a grand final, but I think Bailey's goal as well. It probably won't get mentioned that much in the wash-up because there are so many Collingwood moments and they won. But I, I think in terms of pure highlights, I think we will see forever grand final-wise. I, I think I'll never get sick of seeing that Bailey goal. Yeah, yeah. But I'll yep. never get sick of watching side bottom as well. Um, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with Bailey. But it, there's just so, so many... The Dacos ability to be able to hit a target, yep. Henry's ability to be able to be where they need him to be. There's, there's little things that aren't highlights, but they're so big. Yeah, that last kick of Dacos is under yeah. uh, under the unbelievable pressure yeah. to say, no, I will kick it 25 metres to hold it up. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was talking about, Joe Danaher, in the first quarter. Just ignore your, your basic instinct and just go for the one that's in front of you. Well, that's what Dacos did, and he does it all the time. Can be the Bendix breaks big moment. Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix breaks. Well, what about the very 50? Well, that's a big moment in the game. You've got a mark on the outer wing, and it turns into a shot at goal, and an eventual goal. There was an advantage call paid against Neil with just uh, just over a minute to go late, where it was called advantage. Not sure whether he'd heard the free kick or not. That was a, a big moment. 
just that that non tackle down in the uh, forward pocket. Sorry, the non free kick for the tackle paid was a, a big umpire yeah. moment. Yeah, no, a couple of head eyes were big moments. I'll get a mention. There was big moments everywhere, absolutely everywhere, right throughout the game. The forever young player of the day for Tobin Brothers Funerals, celebrating lives every day of the year. Scott Pendlebury's influence late. Has to be. He's just his last quarter and his ability just to cool and calm the nerves and also his goal in the third they'd kick six straight behinds now it wasn't a difficult shot for goal but it is difficult when everyone else is missing yeah. and it sort of infects the group they couldn't get one and he just took a, a mark from the chip in went back nerves of steel and and didn't look like missing so uh, just completes one of the great legacies in football Captain and coach below us, either side of the Premiership Cup, posing with a stronghold of Collingwood fans in the background. And who ran the most kilometres? They'll sleep well tonight for the original Mattress Factory. Upgrade your sleep online or in-store today. Jack Crisp, 15.3 kilometres. Let's clear a break here to try to time this for when Collingwood hit the rooms. The Magpies of Premiers in 2023, four-point winners over the Brisbane Lions. You're listening to the 2023 Toyota AFL Grand Final on AFL Nation. For Tyre Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. You're listening to the 2023 Toyota AFL Grand Final on AFL Nation. For Tyre Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. Collingwood players have made it around to the race. They're in... They're in no hurry to leave the scene of victory. Collingwood by four points over the Brisbane Lions in the grand final of 2023. Welcome back to AFL Nation for Elders. By your canola from Elders for a chance to win a Toyota Land Cruiser. And for Tyre Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. Jared Healy and Kane Corns, we're working through our categories and then we'll be in the rooms for the song. And Sam Edmund will bring us our interviews. Have you got a coaching move of the day for Henley Holmes? New seven-star house designs. Well, let me ask your prices. Let me ask Kane this: In the balance of a victory, do you think do you think Billy Frampton the full forward worked? No, I don't. I, Harris Andrews had nine three intercept marks in the last quarter alone, and you, you couldn't hide Frampton out there. So I thought they escaped. With it, I, I'm not critical of the decision to select him. Yep. Personally, would have gone a bit smaller. I thought they left it too long, but perhaps they just didn't have another option. In an ideal world, they had the the safety net of the sub, mm. but they wouldn't have expected Murphy to get knocked no. out. So you could have, after it didn't work for two and a half quarters, you could have subbed Frampton off and then went with Lipinski. So it looked worse because they'd lost that, that lever, but... Um, in the end, they just got away with it, but there was a moment there in the last quarter where Frampton kept giving away free kicks yep. that I didn't think he could hide. And, and, and then he, and then it's AFL football. You, you can't just be out there not touching the ball. And he had three opportunities to take uncontested marks, essentially inside forward fifty that he, that he wasn't able to swallow. And he, you know, he looked. They, I thought they exposed him out there. Probably, today. probably um, Bobby Hill. Isolating him inside the forward 50 as often as they did was the structure. I think going in, they just thought they'd win it on the deck, that, that their smalls would get the job done. Mm. My check. He battled, but he was a target. And really, I think all the targets were just get it on the deck. And at the other end of the ground, they were a bit similar, though. They Joe kicked, what did he kick? Three, but only one from a mark. Yeah. Um, I thought the insight that Sam gave us at three-quarter time about just the surge football that yeah. Collingwood wanted yeah. to play, and, yeah. and that's probably not something that they've 
done all year. I haven't sort of seen them. It was almost like the Brisbane early 2000s side where they had a ruck when they punch it forward well, and they'd Cox even knocked it, it forward. They don't normally yeah, do that. They, they keep it in so time. So that was a definite strategy before the game mm, to um, clear, the, clear the area so that Neil and McCluggage and, and Dunkley couldn't get it done inside the contest. So I thought that, from a coaching standpoint, was a different tactic that worked today. And then you had your small forwards, Elliot and Hill, they were ready for that in front of their opponents when the ball did go forward. Dugowie a couple of times could have taken the ball, but he just punched it on. Yep. Cox just kicked it out of the air a couple of times when he could have taken the ball. So that was something that we hadn't seen a lot of from the Pies. Can I ask you from an historical perspective, and someone out there who looks at these things more than I do would be able to tell us, has anybody gone close to being premiers, having won one game by seven points, one game by one point, and one game by four points? And they've done it for 12 months. Had to come from behind again months. today, too. Yeah. They trailed with, what, six minutes to go? Or five, Some maybe? Five those, it yeah. was 5.30. 5.30 yep. and they were behind. Yep. They've done it again. Yeah, they have. They just know how to close them out. They do. I just, uh, well, when you get them out of the centre, it's uh, you've lost control. You haven't lost control of the match, but you've lost control on the scoreboard. When you get one out of the centre, that is so deflating mm. for the side that's bat- battled away, battled away to get in front, like... Mm. Brisbane did, and they got in front against the momentum in some respects. Um, but then to lose it straight away, that was almost a kick in the guts. Yeah, it was so important to answer out of the centre square. The mark of the day for Flight Centre, your real deal centre. Bobby Hill. Say that to me again. Bobby Hill, do you think? Oh, so Graham writes with Sam. Oh. Sam? We are, Jared. We we're with the head of football, head of Collingwood Football Club, Graham Wright. Graham, all the hard yards. You got to the club at a difficult time. The work you've done, what's going through your mind at the moment? Oh, just um, wrap for everyone. You know, it's such a uh, tough game, and you know the Lions were obviously outstanding. And uh, and you know everyone tells me it was a fantastic game to watch. But um, when you're uh, when you're living it, you know, kick by kick or uh, contest by contest, it's um, yeah really hard. But uh, yeah, we've come out on top. And yeah, as I said, uh, credit to the Lions, they were unbelievable. But yeah, we're just wrapped for everybody. Graham, I'll hand you up to Jared Waitley, Jared Healy, and Kane Corns. Take it away, Jared. Jared Healy up here, uh, Graham. Congratulations. Uh, and yes, when you're sitting down having a couple of uh, lagers watching this game, you will appreciate it was one of the great grand finals. And to come out in front, absolutely magnificent. But I think that uh, the Pies fans are you and your recruiting department an absolute uh, vote of. Boys are coming in. So. <laughs> Yeah, appreciate that. Um, and listen, we yeah, we had a, a lot of uh, a lot of people contribute to that, but you know, those guys have performed really well and deserve their spots in the team. Yeah, no, it was magnificent inside to get some speed in there. Bobby Hill, you, it was an incredible performance. Uh, must have you must have noticed that from the grandstand. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I mean he was fantastic in that first half, kicking four goals, and um, yeah, it, it, you know I think he had sort of eight or nine in possession, so. I think they're going to throw over to you guys and um, yeah, they're going to sing the song, guys. Yeah, we'll, so a bit of run. We'll leave you to it. Well, let Roddy go, Jared. Back yeah, to you. Yeah, do you, do you want to just take us through a little bit of this, Sam? It's still absolutely. Mason Cox is up here, so there'll be a little bit, but just give us a feel for what's going on. Oh, it's absolute pandemonium, as you would expect. Uh, players bouncing around down here. They're about to gather, but they're not in any great rush, Jared. There's Mason Cox. Mason Cox is coming, Sammy. He's got the American flag draped yep. across his shoulders. He's got the hat backwards. He's the last player. To leave the, so I think he's just delaying so it's at a better time over no, in the States. I think he's enjoying the me time at the moment. They'll wait for him to come in, but the cup's in the middle there, Sammy. It is indeed. Sitting on a Gatorade tub here, the Premiership <laughs> Cup on top. Scotty Pendlebury just planning big kiss on it as a look of complete and utter satisfaction on every single player down here, guys. 
We're yeah. going to hear the song sung better than it has been for a long, long time down there, Sammy, and we will hear it obviously through the airwaves. The yeah, other one as well, Sammy, is just reflecting on how close to go he may have been to leaving this time last year. He certainly thought about it and the club stood by him and that was an important sliding doors moment. Uh, absolutely, yeah. We'll catch, try to catch Geordie straight after the game. I'm not sure still Cybonham's kicked 60 metres in five years either, so we'll, <laughs> we'll try and grab Sidey after the game as well. Those old legs had one last final iconic moment perhaps. But gee whiz, uh, Jack Innovan can barely believe what's taken place. Uh, the Quainall family here have got smiles as wide as Luna Park. Braden Maynard's up and about, you know, uh, quite amazing down here, guys. Amazing atmosphere and uh, a look of, as I say, satisfaction. And I dare say a fair bit of relief as well in the room at the moment uh, among the family and the friends and the players uh, themselves. Uh, and, and Bobby Hill just looking at him there holding holding his little one with, uh, with two medals around his neck as well. Uh, must be pinching himself. It's a brilliantly won Norm Smith and, and goes to the overall story of what they chose to bring in against against popular opinion as well yeah absolutely i mean bobby hill uh, oleg markov could have easily found himself at carlton he was delisted by a club that finished 12th last year in the gold coast suns and here he is 12 months later a premiership player as well uh, it's quite amazing tom mitchell the performance he had today receiving norm smith medal votes as well he gets it added so speaking of graham right earlier those five big inclusions that we spoke about pre-game uh, and Billy Frampton, while it wasn't his day today, certainly had his moments throughout the year as well. So, boys, they're about to gather. Mason Cox, the last big piece of the puzzle, that American flag draped around him. This is going to be a, a mighty rendition of the Collingwood song just a few moments away. Sounds better than the Premiership song. The cup on a uh, on an esky in the middle of them <laughs> as they were belting that out. So we'll, we'll stay close to Sam here to get what we can. Mason Cox staring at the Premiership Cup that he is now a part of. Uh, he's been a part of folklore for a while. He's now part of AFL history there. MRO incidents for Arnold Thomas and Becker. Talk to a lawyer today. The, the only one that springs to mind is... Um, Charlie Cameron's hit on Jeremy Howe mm. in the last quarter, yep. I reckon, was very late and very hard into the ribs, so it'd be interesting to see if that was to be assessed or not. And the MEGT Rookie of the Day, let MEGT help you find the best workforce talent, is Jasper Fletcher as the game went on, so he couldn't get near it early, yeah. but once he got going, mm. he was hugely influential. He had a couple, big moment just in front of us, didn't he, with his hands and his follow-up as well. It, He's going to be a great player. They're going to sing it again, go. Sam. I think they're going around again, uh, the song with uh, everybody, all the staff and uh, players who didn't get a game. Look they're the in ruse. a big circle. Look at the ruse.
full club song. It's amazing they were able to get a circle going. There's so many people in that room. So give us the nearest the pin. How many times will they sing it tonight? <laughs> well, they'll sing it again when the lights go out here. And yep. that usually happens around. the. That's a tradition now with a cup in the middle. That'll be just the players. There's another one, and that's yep. a really special one the teams do now. But... We're going to hear it a bit in the next week, Dwayne. Oh, yeah. Oh, celebrations tonight. <laughs> That'll be weeks. big. Next three months. Uh, Braithwaite would know that he's a Collingwood fan, so he'd know the tune. They'll be pumping it out tonight at their celebration. Yeah, I reckon they'll get a dozen out, of, out yeah. tonight. Yeah. When we take talk back, it's for Star 21, Telstra's Enterprise Partner of the Year, Star 21, Discover the Difference. Steel side bottom is with Sam Edmund. He is, Jared. I tell you what, Steel, we're joking just before you join us. Amazed those old legs of yours. When was the last time you kicked a, a, the ball that far? 60 metres. What an iconic moment. She'll be 90 by tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> about that. Um, no, I don't know. But I spoke earlier. I didn't. I had a few moments and probably went against me early in the game. But I think in big games you've got to stay ready. And whenever your moment turns up, um, you know you want to deliver. And luckily enough, I was able to do that. Well, your Premiership player again. I'll hand you up to Jared Waitley, Jared Healy, and Kane Corns. Jared. Well, you've delivered for the best part of 310 games. Still, what a moment! What was the conditions like, and how were you feeling with 10 minutes to go in that game physically? Um, to be honest, the last two finals I've actually cramped. Um, probably because I was running on Ed Langdon the first one, and I ran about 15 k's. And then last week, probably got caught on the ground too long. Um, I think we had really good preparation in place and um, I don't know how many Ks I ran to today but I actually didn't cramp. There's no doubt that the heat played a factor. Um, oh, yeah. Who cares about the weather now, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about the, the, was it a different strategy to surge the ball on from stoppage? We saw that a lot today. Yeah, to be honest, I think it's how we start a play. Um, we like to get momentum coming forward and, um, you know, almost force the opposition to go backwards and when they were able to control the ball, they probably got on top and, you know, we play our best footy with in, in live play and, um, you know, I think in, there was momentum swings for both sides and I think when we had ours, um, we were able to keep the ball moving. What was the uh, wind doing down there, Sidey? And uh, congratulations, by the way, Jared Healy up here. I, Thanks, I just Jared. thought uh, it was, it, lo it looked a little bit blustery, but it's hard to know whether the kicks were because of the wind or because of nerves. Uh, wind, nah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was actually going a little bit both ways. Yeah. I thought early on in the game it was maybe favouring um, this end, but then maybe late sort of, you know, the other end. But definitely wasn't you know towards one one end the whole game um i think most of the time when it is windy at the g it usually tends to swirl around a little bit yep and when uh, charlie cameron put them in front with six minutes of play remaining what was the strategy um well i think if you, oh i'm not sure you've seen signs on on the, on the bench like we went into our um you know offensive mode yep. um you know we were behind we we couldn't go into defense and i think to be honest the final series, when we've, you know, been caught going long down the line and, and trying to be too defensive is, is when we've come unstuck. Um, so the sign went up just to get the ball going and, yeah, fortunate enough, we'll be able to kick a couple more goals. Bobby Hill's numbers are career best across the board uh, still to get into the club and for him to produce his best ever game on the biggest stage. Tell us a little bit about what he has done for your group. Yeah, um, I sit next to Bobby every day at the footy club and we... He often says, you know, because I'm 22, 23, he calls my name up and then he's after to get the medal. And, um, yeah, to be able to live it out, um, I'm so happy for Bobby. Um, he's had a couple of, you know, tough weeks um, in his personal life as well. But 
Jeez, he was unbelievable in that first half. Um, he said that hanger he took in the second quarter, he couldn't even see it. So that's how good he was going. Hey, did the players know that the coach had had a baby this morning or was that the news to you after the match? Nah, so we found out before the game. Um, and you know what, it was great that we did find out. Just like all our pre-meetings are pretty jovial and we like to have a bit of fun. And um, I actually got a little bit emotional to be honest. Um, you know, Fly talks about us as, you know, all being his boys and, he almost, you know, we feel like a family and, um, yeah, it's so special to Fly. He talked about even before the game, this is the best day of his life and I reckon that might have just topped it off. So what did, how did it go? Did he just come in and say, guess what, boys, or how did it unfold? Um, he had a little bit of a strategy up his sleeve. He talked about his 44 sons and um, he didn't have a son, he had a, had a girl, so he added, a, added an extra member to that squad. And you all roared. What's that? Sorry. And then you all roared when you when you heard that news that he that he had a little girl. Yeah, we all went all went mad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, because we knew that it was you know expected today. I think it was, and I think Gabs went into waiver last night. So um, yeah, what a day for the big fella. Yeah, Steele, what does it mean to you to, to win your second premiership all these years on? Oh, it's yeah, I. You know, I think about it every day of my life, to be honest. I've, I've, the last few times I've been here hasn't gone to plan. Um, and, you know, I was 19 when I won the last one. and Not that I didn't take it for granted, but, um, you know, I just thought those occasions were going to keep coming around because we were successful at that time. And, um, you know, the whole final series this, this year, I've really made sure to, you know, to take it all in because, you know, I now know that they don't come around that often and uh, I'm so blessed to be in the position I am and... Yeah, how good. Steel, awesome. Well done. Thanks for sharing it with us. Thank you. No worries. Thanks. Steel side bottom in the victorious Collingwood rooms. They beat the Brisbane Lions by four points. I think it's an example of how you just got to rejuvenate yourself in your career, like which is what he's done. I mentioned, you know, he's, he's been a, a high half forward. He's been a, a midfielder, and now he's been able to just be an expert on the wing, which we know that role is so vital. We've seen Pendlebury go to half back, and then back inside and, and different roles. So if you play football for that long and if you want longevity, you have to work at your game and you have to become an expert in, in different areas and you just feel safe and you always have felt safe when he's had the footy in his hands. But he's, a, he's always been a, a professional of this era. Hard runner. And his kicking ability on both sides of yep. the body should be held up as... If you want to be one of the greats, this is what you've got to aspire to and, and, at 10 years of age and 12 years of age. And don't listen to the crap that you can get away with one side of the body. And I think there was a, a few examples of that exact reason. I know you're hot on this, Jared. So Charlie Cameron, Shimmy's right. Yeah. Then Shimmy's... So if you're going to be an expert small forward, mm. learn to kick on mm. both feet because yeah. you'll give yourself an extra half metre. Bobby yep. Hill, Shimmy right. No, I don't like the look of that. I'm going to shimmy back left. And finish. And um, if you want to counter it to that, the amount of times Joe went to his left foot. And everyone knew he was going to. Going to his left foot. He had no right foot, yeah. so he got nailed about three times. You're listening to the 2023 Toyota AFL Grand Final on AFL Nation. For tyre power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. Did you have a baby today? Well, I did. My beautiful wife did. And um, she had a baby this morning at 7.45 and... She's in the hospital now, so darling, I love you very much. And we called her, we called her Maggie, a little girl, Maggie. Now, were you able to be there? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, my wife's incredible. She's um, she went into labour yesterday afternoon. Didn't tell me. She said she wasn't feeling very well. And I went to bed last night thinking everything's fine. And um, get a get a phone call this morning about quarter to six saying um, you better get to the hospital. This baby's coming. 
Amazing day. So it's it already the best day of my life. It just seems to have been a little bit better. What a part of grand final mm. folklore that is. Maggie, born this morning to Collingwood coach Craig McRae. Um, what a beautiful story. Our grand final presenting partners are Cobram Estates, the Good Oil and Alternative Trusted Plant Medicine Doctors. The Norm Smith Middleist is with Sam. We are with Bobby Hill. Bobby, can you believe it? You tried to get down to Melbourne and failed. You tried again a year later. You wound up at this football club in your wildest dreams. Did you think you'd be here with two medals in it? No, not, not, uh, no, no, I wouldn't be thinking that. Um, yeah, it's just unbelievable. And, uh, full credit to, you know, my family and, and the footy club to obviously, you know, getting me here. And uh, it's unbelievable. You've got your family here. Who's helping us hold the microphone here? So we've got Junior. Um, this is Bobby Junior. Um, he's been, been a little bit of a pain in the mum's backside. So I've just got to take him off and uh, trying to talk. Yeah, so we've got Bobby helping out. I'll head to the boys upstairs. Bobby, take it away, guys. Bobby, congratulations. Take us through that magnificent mark. Uh, it would have been hard to see, surely, with the sun beaming in your eyes. Yeah, well, it was a good kick from Jeremy Howe. I actually thought I was Jeremy Howe for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it was unbelievable, and, uh, yeah, I actually couldn't see it until I bring it down. Um, but, yeah, it was just a, you know, it was a, a good, passionate play, and I ended up finishing off, which is good. Bobby, no doubt in that role you play, there's days where you can't buy the football. You, just feel, you must feel like you're chasing backside all day, but today you're in a purple patch and you maximise it. Did, did you just feel unstoppable out there? It's the best game I've ever seen you play. Yeah, it obviously is the best game I've played. And, um, to, yeah, to do it on a big stage is unbelievable. And, um, yeah, I've, yeah, it was just full credit to my teammates, and mm. I was just getting lucky with the, with the uh, pass to play, and I'd uh, end up finish off my work. Why did you choose Collingwood? Well, mate, I knew I was going to win a premiership here, so... <laughs> no, it was just... Um, they're, they're a family club. <laughs> Sorry, a one. No, they're a family club, and they opened both arms up for my family and myself to play my good, my best footy, and uh, yeah, to, to live in Melbourne. And I've also got family here as well, so it's unbelievable. Who, who's your hero, Bobby? Like, who is the players that you've looked up to as a young player? Um, obviously, I was um, I was actually watching Sirioli's highlights, uh, the one where he won, won Norm Smith this morning. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it turned out pretty well, and um, no, he, he's won. Andrew McLeod, um, Adam Goods was a big one. That's why I had number 23, uh, 37 when I was at the GWS. Um, but yeah, Leon, Uncle Leon Davis as well, and uh, obviously Andrew Cracker as well. It turned out pretty well indeed, Bobby. Well done. Thanks for your time. No, thank you. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the celebration, Sam. Terrific job. All right, let's do some votes. Uh, for La Cabra, savour the food and embrace the Mexican culture. Visit lacabramexican.com.au. Jared, you go, we'll do them separately? Uh, well, then together. I would go for uh, Bobby Hill. I'd go for Tom Mitchell. And I'd go for Nick Dacos. Yeah, I, I, I had it the same three. I had Nick Dacos with two and, and Tom Mitchell with uh, the one vote. So Bobby Hill, Dacos, Mitchell... They were the three standouts for me. And Brisbane's best player for me was probably probably Joe Danaher, I thought, but they I didn't think they had the be, one of the best three players on the ground. Yep. No, in fact, it'd be interesting to run down and just find out when they, their first best player came in. in yeah. Because I reckon like, Penelbury, well, Penelbury would have pushed next. up. Oh, I, I thought Howe was excellent. And, yes, well. and yet yeah. they're a kick away from winning it. Yeah. I mean, they'll go back and, and th that'll be the story of their review. We missed opportunities. And Andrews was pretty good with a yeah. tag. Yeah. Yeah, he did well. I wonder if they'd won what the voting would have been. Mm. Yeah. Um, I reckon the Clarkies might have got some representation. Yeah.
Mm, it wouldn't have been the easiest um, Brisbane vote to land. It would have been hard to make Coleman best on ground. I don't, don't know. I think Bobby would still, Hill would have still yeah, got Yeah, I'm inclined yeah. to agree with that. Yeah. He would have been best on ground in a yeah. losing team. Would have been harder in the days when they had to, had to vote five minutes before the oh, game was over. That would have been very hard. He'd have been edging big time. Amy has again come to the rescue to save the day in a stunt that avoided a huge clang with a match day ball gone missing. It's gone viral. If you've missed it, checked it out. Check it out at Amy. YouTube. Our, our broadcast is coming to a close. So we should say a few thank yous to all the backroom staff at AFL Nation, to our techs, to our producers, to all those who get us to air and spread this right around the nation on so many stations in so many different towns and states around the country. A huge thank you to Lawrence Rosen, to Ben Lyon, and, and most of all to Joel Brooks, who masterminds our coverage. Bruce. Brooks, he does a phenomenal job. Well done, boys. Job. Outstanding. So yep. a salute from all of us on air to Joel Brooks and all that he's done. How will we? How will we think of Grand Final Day 2023? Just an epic, just as good as I've seen. I'll think of it as one of the great games I've witnessed, witnessed and uh, certainly a hell of a lot better than last year. Mm. It was over at the 10 minute mark. Yep, go and watch that. In 10, 15 years' time, we'll say it to people, go and watch that 2023 AFL Grand Final. That was a ripper. It's as good as our game can be. Well, so. hopefully, we keep having better ones than that because it would might be nice to think that this is the template for yep. the future. A full house saw it 100,024 at the 2023 Grand Final. Collingwood 12 goals, 18-90. Defeated the Brisbane Lions 13-8-86. Bobby Hill, the Norm Smith medalist. And stories that are immediately part of Grand Final folklore. For your company on AFL Nation today and right throughout the years, a sincere thanks. Here's how we called an entirely memorable decider. Cox knocks it down. Dacos, is he caught high? Nick claims he was. On five down, yes! He's become arguably the biggest story of the season, Nick Dacos, and he kicks the opening goal! McInerney pushes it outside, lovely tap, down to Bailey. He kicks on the right, he's oh. given it a great look! Cross. Oh, Bailey saw that he played on, got across his boot, in the pocket, ran himself into a dead end, got out of it, and kicked one oh. of the great grand final goals! He wobbles Collingwood back inside 50, McCreary there, Majek picks it up in the pocket, looks inside, he bends it around the body and kicks a ripper, big checkers! It might still work out, Key traps it, gave it up McCluggage, another massive moment and he's equal to it! To be the recipient, so without hesitation he kicks for Hill, oh, he went over the top, he went up the mountain and came down a hill, Bobby to level it up! It's a stirring response from Collingwood. It's long, goal square, Bobby Hill down there. Oh, he picked their pockets. He's got it. He shimmies, he shakes. He lost Lester, and he tore them all a lesson. Mesmerised and Berry on the lazy Susan to Charlie. Can he get it and go? He had it. He lost it. Charlie's got it. A goal! A very good Charlie. Kinky Charlie has put the Lions in front. Gardner knocked it away. Nick Dacos, lightning hands. Here's the Degoe moment. He unloads. You need your stars, and Collingwood stars just went and wrenched the cup back. Side bottom, in game 309, from outside the yard. Oh my goodness, he has got it, and the place erupts. Coleman head over the ball, and so ends one of history's great grand finals. Collingwood take the final step on the stairway to Premiership heaven. Flies, pies, win the close one. Collingwood a Premiers in 2023.
You're listening to the 2023 Toyota AFL Grand Final on AFL Nation. For tyre power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer.